So you're asking your body to do something it's never done before. And in return, your body's going, Hey, yo, we need some, we need some vitamins. We need some, some minerals. We need some nutrition down in here. Episode 959 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, managing runger and weight goals. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode, before I I wade into some murky waters and try not to offend everybody with the topic today, uh, I want to take a second and just remind you, if you you like the show enough that you're like, hey, I wouldn't mind uh, supporting this guy and what he's got going on, Patreon is a great option to do that. Patreon gives you the ability to... uh, to quote unquote, buy me a cup of coffee every month to support the show financially, throw a couple bucks, five bucks, eight bucks, two bucks, whatever works for you works for me, but you can send it my way every month. Um, kind of like an NPR type of situation. It's ongoing support. Cancel at any time. Uh, we, we do the book club in Patreon every month. So if you're, uh, involved, if you're, if you're on board the old Patreon train, I uh, would love to, to have you participate in one of the book club discussions. We do a, a Zoom call towards the end of, of most months uh, talking about a book. This month, as this episode comes out in July of 2021, we're reading uh, A Runner's High, the new book by Dean Carnassus. So, you know, love to have you jump on board and, and talk about that book with us towards the end of the month. Um, but uh, if you're willing to support the show that way, no, and no pressure, of course, the, the podcast isn't going anywhere. But if you're willing to uh, kick a couple bucks my way via Patreon, patreon.com slash disruns is the way to do so. Uh, pretty simple sign-up process. And uh, like I said, you can control how much you want to give, and uh, you can change that at any time if, you're, if your situation changes. If, or if, if you're like, this guy's a clown, and I don't want to support him anymore, I guess I, hopefully you don't think that. But you have that option as well. So patreon.com slash disruns if you're so inclined would appreciate it. If not, hey, no worries. We'll keep on keeping on uh, one way or another. Hopefully, at least, we'll keep on keeping on because uh, today's topic, a little bit fraught with, uh, with, with some third rails that I'm going to try not to touch. But this has been a, a subject that's been kind of requested slash asked about a couple times whenever I've put out posts or, or put out uh, messages going, hey, you know, what kind of things would you like me to talk about? Um, I've had a couple folks that have been, you know, have said something along the lines of, hey, you know, I've had situations in the past, and I've certainly heard this in other Facebook groups as well. So I know that this is something that's at least semi-common, um, where I've been training for a race, whether it's a half marathon, marathon, ultra, doesn't matter. Training for a race, and I'm hungry because I'm running so much more. I'm eating all the things, and I end up gaining 3, 5, 8, 10, 12, 15, 20 pounds leading up to the race. And I'd kind of rather not do that. So do you have tips on nutrition on things that I can do to satisfy the hunger to make sure I'm fueling my body well, but try to avoid some of that weight gain that, that has happened to me or, or again, has happened to, to other people. I've seen this happen to lots of, or heard about this happening to lots of folks. Um, and, and obviously this is a little bit of a touchy subject, right? You start talking about weight, weight and gaining weight, losing weight. Um, and, and I, I guess, you know, the, the first disclaimer, and it's not really a disclaimer because I absolutely believe this. I'm not saying that anybody should lose weight, right? Like, like, size shape or is 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 your business and that's that right you know there's no this isn't me trying to say that oh you know if you want to run a better race you need to lose weight there's those articles out there uh, i am not wading into that to that discussion right this is just trying to give some information or at least trying to give you some things to think about 
as you as maybe your fall race training ramps up, as you as you find yourself being hungry all the time, and and maybe and and I've I've certainly been here. You know, again, like. 99% of these quick tips are things that I either am currently struggling with or have recently struggled with or can remember struggling with. Um, so you're in, I don't know, you're in company, good company, bad company. That's, that's for you to decide, but I've been there too, where I'm running and running more than I ever have before. And how the hell come the scale is, is creeping up? Like, I don't feel like I'm eating that much more. Sure. I'm eating more cause I'm running a bunch, but like, how come I'm, I'm gaining weight when I'm not trying to right? Um, so I, I've, I've, again, another dis- disclaimer here. Most of you know that I'm, I'm pretty much all in on board with the whole low carb, high fat type of eating style, being fat adapted the whole nine yards. Right. For me, it's working great. I'm, I'm going to, I promise I'm not trying to push that today because I'm going to talk a little bit about some things that might seem like I'm going to push that. I'm really not. I promise I'm really not. If you want to keep eating carbs, hey, more power. To, if it's working for you, great. All right? Just some things to think about as we get into it. So so hopefully by now, not everybody has clicked off. Hopefully there's at least a, a couple people still listening and something I say might be helpful going forward. So a few things to keep in mind when it comes to weight management, whether you're trying to gain weight, lose weight, stay the same, you know, body composition situation, lose a little bit of fat, add a little bit of muscle, whatever. All of these weighty type of issues, some things to think about, some things to keep in mind, especially coming at it from a runner's perspective, especially, especially coming at it from a runner's perspective, who's trying to maybe increase your, increase your mileage, build up training for a race short-term or long-term, all right? When it comes to calories, and I'm going to get some pushback for this, I know I am, but it's not, it is but it's not as simple as calories in calories out. Okay. And there's so much nuance here that there's like legit books written about this. And I'm going to try to, to, you know, keep this contained to a, what a 20, 25 minute quick tip episode where this is just a small chunk. This is a, a three or four minute chunk of a 25 minute episode. Clearly, there's a lot of nuance here that I'm not going to get into that I'm unable to get into. Part of the reason why I've been kind of hesitant to do this episode is because there's so much nuance in all of the things I'm going to talk about that it's, it's, it's like, I'm, uh, I'm trying not to be tricky. Right. But so just bear with me on that and, and recognize that if you want some resources, you want some things to read about, to hear about, I can try to point you in some of those directions. Um, or you can, you can do some Googling and some, some researching on your own, of course. And, and of course, that's, that's the best thing because when it comes to weight issues, obviously it's a personal thing and figuring out what works best for you, trying some different things, learning some different things, maybe learning some things that are a little counter to what you've always heard in the past might help, okay? Or might be at least worth looking into. Something I'm trying to do and, and, and in trying to do so, I've been, been listening to some audio books on just health and, and diet and, and admittedly with a little bit of a slant towards more of a low-carb situation. But I can't remember which book it was that I, that I listened to on Audible recently, but it was talking about, you know, not necessarily good carbs, bad, or I'm sorry, not necessarily good calories, bad calories, but it was just talking about how different calories or different, uh, different types of nutrients. So different macros between the, the carbs and the fats and the, the proteins, how those interact within our body. 
and some of the hormonal responses, especially when you're talking about carbs, you're talking about insulin response and, and how that impacts how our bodies process the different calories that we're taking in. Um, and again, I'm not trying to, I'm not here trying to say that you shouldn't have carbs or that you should cut down on carbs, but it's important to keep in mind if you're, if you're looking at trying to, um, you know, if, if the scales moving, maybe moving in a direction you don't want it to do, or it's, it's not moving when you want it to, or whatever the case might be that not all calories, or I'm sorry, that it's not as simple as calories in calories out. That's kind of, to me, I don't know if this is a perfect metaphor, but that kind of feels like saying that in order to, you know, that, that all miles are the same, right? That, that in order to train for a race, you just need to run a certain number of miles and it's, and, and you're fine. It doesn't matter if they're fast. It doesn't matter if they're too fast. It doesn't matter if they're slow. It doesn't matter if they're in the gray area of somewhere in the middle where they're not hard. They're not easy. Like all miles are miles. All calories are calories. Like, yeah, but not really. Right. Like, like, so keep that in mind. Keep that in mind that if, you, if you're doing some type of tracking, if you're doing some type of, of you know, f- apps or, or plans where you're counting calories and you're tracking, like that can be beneficial. That can be very beneficial. Something I'll talk about in a little bit. But it's, it's also important to remember that it's not quite that simple. Okay? So just something, to, just, again, just something to keep in mind, something to think about that not all calories or that, that, that weight loss, weight gain is not necessarily just the calories in calories out. You know, if there's a surplus of calories, you're going to gain weight. If there's a, if there's a uh, deficit in calories, you're going to lose weight, like kind of, but there's a lot of nuance to that. Okay. At least, at least that's some of the learning that I've done recently. Maybe, maybe the stuff I'm reading is, is not accurate. I'm willing to admit that that's a possibility, but some of the newer research that's coming out in the last four or five years is pointing in that direction. So something to think about. Another thing to think about when it comes to, again, looking more specifically from a runner's perspective, increasing your mileage perspective, trying to make sure you're, you're refueling well after the runs, because that's obviously an important part of recovery, an important part of just staying healthy, that our bodies crave nutrients more so than they crave calories. So what am I trying to say there? Well, if you're hungry all the time, and, and you just can't put enough food in your mouth to satisfy the runger. One thing that you might try to do, or at least look at, is how nutrient-dense are the foods that you're putting in your mouth. Okay? And, and again, this one is easy to point back to this being um, a carb thing. Because let's not kid ourselves. There's a lot of, a lot of processed, sweet type of foods are somewhat carb-heavy. Although they can certainly be fat-heavy and protein-heavy, too. Right? Like, so this isn't just a, a carb boogeyman type of situation, but if, if you're eating, consuming a lot of empty calories of any persuasion, and by empty, I mean calories that provide very little nutrient punch, right? Not a lot of vitamins, not a lot of minerals. Maybe there's some calories, but there's not a whole lot else. Your body is still going to be hungry. And this is maybe even more so true when you are in a training cycle, when you are logging lots of miles, because you're asking a lot of your body, right? You're, you're, you're asking your body to, to potentially do longer runs than you've ever done before. If you're training up for your first marathon, there's a pretty good chance you've probably never run 16 miles, 18 miles, 20 miles. Maybe you've never done a 30-mile week, 40-mile week. And there's a pretty decent chance, not a guarantee, but there's a pretty decent chance that you're going to be doing some of those things in the buildup to your first marathon. So you're asking your body to do something it's never done before. 
And in return, your body's going, hey, yo, we need some, we need some vitamins. We need some, some minerals. We need some nutrition down in here. And if, and if you're taking in the empty calories in whatever form they are, and again, whatever macronutrients that are coming with those empty calories, yes, your body can use those to a point, like it needs some calories to do some work, but it also needs the, the vitamins and minerals. And so your body goes through those empty calories and goes, well, wait a second. We still need some, whatever. We still need some selenium or we still need some calcium or some, some manganese. Or I, I don't I even know if we, if how much we really need those things, right? Like this isn't my area of expertise as far as the different minerals, but your body's, your body is, is, all right, we'll still, we'll still short on some of these things. Hey, yo, we're still hungry down here. Not because they're hungry for more calories or not because it is hungry for more calories, your body, but because it's hungry for certain nutrients. And a lot of times that's why you might get certain cravings, right? You're like, like, why am I craving jerky right now? Well, maybe you're craving some iron or some sodium or something like that. That would be in heavy concentration in beef jerky. Or why am I craving something sweet? Well, maybe there's, there's something that you're some, some element of like fruits or some vitamins or minerals or something like that, that you might be craving. All right. So make, making an, an attempt to try to at least consume a fair bit of nutrient dense food. And I'm not saying you can't have a post run donut or you can't have a, 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 a beer here and there or, or any of those things that would probably be classified as a little bit more empty calories, but make those treats, make sure that the bulk of what you're eating are calorie dense things, whether that's nuts and seeds or, or good, healthy, healthy meats and cheeses and, and things along those lines, uh, fruits and veggies, of course. Um, but trying to get plenty of foods that have good nutrient density might really go a long way towards curbing that runger because your body's going, eh, we're good. Whether or not you have a calorie deficit, potentially you have a calorie deficit, but if you've got all your nutrition pieces covered, your body's going, eh, we're good. We're good. We got all we need down here to do the repair work to keep you healthy and strong. We're good to go. All right. So aim for foods that are a little bit more nutrient dense along with calorie dense. All right. But empty calories are not really your friend. I would argue they're not really your friend anytime, but especially if you're hungry and you're going through those, those calorie, calorie heavy nutrient dense foods, you're just going to be packing in a lot. Your body's going to keep wanting more. Another thing to keep in mind shifting gears a little bit. Um, but a lot of times, and this has been, I, I don't know the exact, I can't cite it, but I feel like I've seen this in, in several reputable places. Our bodies, the, the signal for I'm thirsty and the sing- signal from hungry, they, they don't really delineate very, very well. I mean, if you're really parched, you kind of know you're really thirsty, right? But a lot of times when you're kind of, not really like just parched, parched, but you're a little bit on the dehydrated side. It can feel like you're hungry, or at least you can interpret that feeling that your body's trying to tell you, Hey, we need something to drink here. But really you're like, ah, you know, I'm kind of, I could use something to eat. So if you're running a lot, if you're increasing your mileage, especially if it's still the summer months or it's kind of a, a warm fall, you know, thinking towards a fall marathon, but obviously it can happen anytime. But if you're sweating a lot, probably a decent chance you're a little bit dehydrated. 
right? It's always a concern to talk about dehydration in the summer months anyway. When talking about running in the heat, things like that, make sure you're drinking plenty of fluids. But if you're, you know, after a good long run, especially down in Florida in the summertime, I'm a bit of a sweaty mess, right? Even if I've taken in 20, 30 ounces of water or at least some type of liquid during my run, I'm just sweating it out like crazy. I'm still probably at a, at a deficit hydration-wise post-run. And so if, if, I'm, if I'm not being conscious of, A, drinking, drinking more throughout the day, whether it's you know, probably going to be some coffee after my run, but you know, making sure I'm getting some more water as well, I typically find myself standing in front of the refrigerator after a long run going, well, nothing really sounds good, but like, damn, I'm kind of hungry. And then like the light bulb goes on and it's like, well, wait a second. What if I just need some more to drink right now? And I'll drink a little bit of water and sure enough, I'm not hungry. I was just thirsty and I was misconstruing the signals my body was telling me. So again, if you feel like you're kind of hungry all the time as your mileage is starting to increase, something to at least think about is drinking a little bit more water and seeing if that doesn't solve the problem. Because if you're, if you're a little bit on the dehydrated side, you can sometimes confuse that thinking that your body's telling you you're hungry when really you're not. So there's another idea. Last but not least, and this one kind of gets back to the tracking like I hinted at earlier, but if you're, if you're really trying to, to maybe lose some weight or at least trying to maintain weight, okay, and if you're struggling with that, the scale is kind of creeping up on you and you're not really wanting that to happen. One thing that has absolutely helped me, it's helped me multiple times. You'd think I'd have learned this lesson the first time. It's taken me a couple times to really figure it out. But being intentional by tracking my calories has been a game changer for me. It doesn't necessarily, it's not something that I like to do all the time. It's not something that I'm currently doing as I'm recording this. But for about three months earlier this year, I was using the chronometer app. I was tracking all the things I was eating. I was being more aware of how many calories are in some of the foods that I'm eating and what kind of the, the nutrient back breakdown is and just kind of keeping track of things. The biggest thing that, it, that that helped me to do, I think more so than worrying about exactly how many calories and whatnot, is I was much more intentional about eating versus kind of just grazing throughout the day. Because when I wasn't tracking, it was like, well, who cares if I have a, you know, a handful of almonds here and a piece of cheese there and you know a little bit of this, a little bit of fruit, a little bit of, of veggies, you know, a little bit more for lunch. Like, you know, just kind of whatever. But when I was tracking, it was like, well, God, I don't want to try to get out and, and measure out a quarter of a cup of almonds. So I just won't have the almonds. Because kind of turns out I probably wasn't that hungry. It was probably more of a hydration issue anyway. But just putting that extra little, little piece in there for me of, do I really want to eat this or not? Kind of prevented some of that mindless grazing. And when you're hungry, mindless grazing it can happen. It can happen. So, you know, if you're, if you're going to track or if, if you're thinking about maybe that's something that you might do, that could be an option to help keep, you know, weight gain from happening if that's not something that you're trying to do um, by just forcing you to really think about everything you're eating, everything you're putting in your mouth. It could also lead to some realizations of like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how many calories, especially how many maybe empty calories were in, you know, this food or that drink, or this treat, or whatever. 
So it can it can be eye opening and it can bring intention. To or it can force you to be intentional or encourage you, I guess, to be intentional about what you're eating. So there we go. Ish. Hopefully, I I made it through without royally upsetting everyone. Um, and again, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to say that anybody needs to lose weight, should lose weight, anything along those lines. I also know that from I don't know what the percentage is, 60, 70, 80% of the folks that have hired me over the years, when I ask if there's any other fitness related goals, pretty common, like, Hey, you know, I wouldn't mind losing a couple pounds. So if that's, if that's you and that's something you're struggling with, especially if you're running more, building up for a race and struggling and maybe not seeing the results on the scale that you might expect to see some things to think about to try to keep the runger at bay keep you healthy, make sure you're fueling your body well, but hope, but potentially if it's one of your goals to not increase your body weight, um, just keep in mind that not, it's not specifically a calories in calories out situation. Yes. That's part of the equation, but different types of foods, different types of calories do impact your body differently. And, and it's not just across the board. Again, I think I tried to make this point earlier, but like, you know, some people can eat certain things and not have a problem. Some people really do. So it's just, you got to play with that and figure out what works for you, but it's not necessarily calories in calories out thing. Remember that your bodies crave nutrients more so than they crave, than they crave calories. So when you're, when you're hungry, a lot of times that's your body trying to tell you that it needs a certain thing. So eat nutrient dense foods as much as possible. Have a treat here and there. Of course, life's too short to not have a treat once in a while. But if the bulk of your caloric intake is nutrient dense food, you probably won't be as hungry as you are if you're eating a little bit more empty calories on a regular basis. Remember that you also might just be dehydrated and misconstruing your body's signals for, hey, get me something to drink with like, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. And then you find yourself eating, eating more than you need, still not satisfying that craving because, hey, you're, you're thirsty. Your body's trying to tell you it needs some, some more fluids. So maybe dehydration can be playing a part. And last but not least, if you can sometimes maybe be intentional about what you're eating Maybe that includes tracking. Maybe it doesn't, but being intentional about the food you're putting in your mouth, um, that can make a big difference as well. So some things to think about. Um, I know that, that nutrition, especially when it comes to like weight loss is, is a touchy subject. Um, and, and the goal for today was less about telling you what to do. And if, if you're in that situation and more about saying, here are some things to think about some things that I've thought about that have helped me, maybe they'll help you. If you have, if you have further questions, I'm happy to talk about it individually. Uh, of course we can, we can always schedule a call. You know, we can, we can, we can jump on and I'm not here to claim that I'm a, a dietitian or a nutritionist. I've read a lot of books and done a lot of research and, and learning in this, in the subject. I'm happy to have those conversations, but it, if you, if you're looking for a, um, a recommendation, I know a couple of really good dietitians, nutritionists, nutritionists that specialize in working with athletes, endurance athletes specifically, happy to make an introduction there. Um, but if there's something that, that you'd like to talk more about, or I can help in some way, let me know. I'm happy to, happy to do my best. All right. Uh, at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. Of course, you can also just shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. I don't know if you'd want to make it public by leaving a comment, uh, but if you want to leave a comment on something else, something else I said that you think is ridiculous or like that helped you or whatever the case might be, uh, Dizruns.com slash 959 is the show notes. Uh, scroll on down to the bottom or you can also leave a comment on YouTube if you're watching this there. And uh, yeah, hopefully, like I said, hopefully there's still some folks listening. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I didn't alienate everybody today. 
um, and uh, you know maybe maybe avoided touching the third rail. Uh, as well. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this one. If you did hit that share button, although maybe this is a dangerous one to share. I don't know. If you enjoyed this one, hit that share button. Maybe somebody else will enjoy it as well. And uh, otherwise, one way or another, thank you all for listening. Appreciate the time. Appreciate the attention. And uh, until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Uh, thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you. <laughs>